Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen and amen. Glorious God of heaven, we thank you. We give you glory. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We adore you, our maker, today. Thank you for bringing us here. Lord, we are glad that you are here today. And we are glad that you are, that you, you are with us today. Blessed be the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Glorious power and majesty be unto your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Emmanuel. Thank you, Lord, Emmanuel. Thank you, Lord, Emmanuel. Glory and honor to your name in Jesus' name. Glory and honor to your name, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Glory and honor and excellent unto you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Shall we pray, please? Lord, we thank you this moment for bringing us to your presence in the name of Jesus. We give you all the glory and honor and adoration. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord God Almighty, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we adore you for bringing us to this moment again. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your name in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name in the name of Jesus. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our praise. And so we say thank you. And so we say thank you. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Glory and honor to your name in Jesus' name. Father, as we are here, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. We cover the atmosphere, the blood of Jesus. We saturate the atmosphere by the blood of Jesus. We pray the Lord this day in the name of Jesus. You will bring us under the canopy of your power. You bring us under the canopy of your grace. You bring us under the canopy of your blessings today. We pray that you bless us abundantly. You will reach out to us in the name of Jesus. You will do new things among us and in us in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, you will touch us, we believe, and we trust in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Glory to your name. Blessed be your name in the name of Jesus. Awesome Father, thank you. Awesome God, we praise you. We know, Lord, you will bless us in your presence. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today is another day in God's presence. We give him glory. We give him honor and we give him all our adoration today in the name of Jesus. We bless the Lord for bringing us to this broadcast and we pray that Lord in himself, in his glory, he will visit us and he will touch our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. I want to speak today as we teach on laboring to enter into God's rest. So we give you the title Rest to God's People. Rest to God's People. Rest to God's People. Let's go to the scripture in the, in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 9. Here remained therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, in he, for he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Hallelujah. Resting to God's people. Rest to God's people. God has designed rest to his people. There is a rest that God made in mind for us. And rest is good after labor, as we all know. To enter into his rest is what we are speaking about today. And we pray that the Lord we, that have designed rest for us, we bring God into our rest. There are people here that have been in war and warning always that the Lord is designing rest for. To cause them to rest from their labors and from their agonies. I don't know any worrying that is, that is going on in your life. I believe that today's message is going to God himself who bring us into this message or pointed us to this message or give this message to us who is in arrest himself he also will take us unto our rest in the name of Jesus. In the scripture the Bible said in Genesis chapter 1 that God rested after laboring for six days. The Bible says on this day, on the sixth day, the Lord rested from his work. And when we are talking about God resting, that does not depict that God is tired or God has overworked and has labored and is out of energy, so he needs rest. Our God is never exhausted in strength. Our God is never what? Ex- is never exhausted in strength. The Bible said that God rested does not mean that God was tired after he had labored. But do you know one thing is that God rested for us. He rested because everything that was going on in the world at that time is registering for an eternal inheritance for those that will inherit the world. I mean, we that God created later, after He had, after he had, uh, he had created everything that He wanted to create on earth, and He created man. After creating all, creating everything, the Bible said He rested. I read it in the book of uh, 
Genesis chapter 2. Thus the heaven and the earth was finished, and all the host and all the host of them. I'm reading from verse 1 to 3 of Genesis chapter 2. There, thus the heavens and the earth was finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day. And he rested on the seventh day from all his works which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Praise the Lord. And when you read verse 4, he said, These are the generations of the heaven and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord had made the earth and the heaven. Now, when you look at this, God created man within all the labor that he labored. When he rested, then the Bible introduced to us a masterpiece of his work that he wanted to make. That is, we as man. And God made us even after we were told in the scripture that he rested. So we would not want to confirm and establish it that it was whether it was not or whether it was only when God rested that he now formed man. But if we want to follow, follow that which is written here, we will say that after it was announced that God rested after his labor, then he created man. So the rest that God did, that God had at that time, was not because he was tired, but because God wants to institute a law that after laboring, there must be rest. For everything that will be done on that, because God laid the example and he said after and to introduce rest to us after labor because he God rested so on the seventh day the Bible said God rested and on the seventh day he chose that day for himself to rest so we find that God was the one that rested first from his labor and if he rested then he won't rest for you and I we want rest for man. If there is any warning that you have been in, the Lord wants you to rest. There, is, there are two rests that God meant for us. The rest from labor or not that we are going to enter into or not here and enjoy the rest here. We have found the natural rest that God normally gives to us every night when we just fall asleep. And then it will be in the next morning that we will, that God Himself will wake us up and we wake and then we, 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 we go into our working our, our working places. Now, which means that every day God has designed rest also for man. So also there are these natural rests that we are resting every day that we enjoy from the Lord by His power that give us sleep after laboring each day. That one is telling us also that God has designed rest for man. The 
because the rest that he rested was not for himself, because he was instituting a law of rest on earth. That was where why he rested himself, so that our life will not always be spent in laboring. There will be a rest for anything that we are doing. There will be a rest for any labor. There will be a rest after after worrying. There will be rest after working. God designed it that way for us to enjoy. And there is this rest also that we must enjoy after laboring or worrying or uh, sapping energy on situation of life. Everything that has beginning must have an end. If there are what the Bible said also in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there is time for everything on earth. Time to work and time to rest. I want to use that. Time to labor and time to rest. And for us to enjoy rest, we have to know what kind of rest are we really seeing. We have talked about the natural rest that we rest every day. And we have, we have talked also, and we are, all, we are already talking now about the rest that we must have after sapping energy or working to labor on situation of life. God has designed rest for us. Which means that whatever you are passing through at this time, it has a name to it. When God will remove you from laboring, He will remove you from sapping your energy and take you to the time of your rest. And I pray that the Lord God Almighty will send the message of rest to your life. Whatever it is that is in your life that you are experiencing as laboring and worrying, God is going to declare into your life a season of rest in the name of Jesus. Because God himself rested from all his labor. God himself rested from all his works. He has designed rest for us also. And then there is this other rest that we talk about. That is the third one. And that is the rest of all rest. The rest after this world. The rest after. After this world. After the laboring and our life in this world. After, after laboring and worrying generally you know, through our life. Throughout our, throughout our life. And then God has designed a place of rest for us in heaven. We pray the Lord will take us there. But what I will really say today, what is the state of rest? What is rest? Let's talk about rest. I say rest is a state, is the state of perfection of work done well. Rest is a state of perfection of a work done well. We are going to look into that of the rest that God had. He had, he, he had worked. And the work was done well. And so, it's need to have, he, need, he needed to rest after he has done a perfect job. And also, we too, we may think of rest also after we had labored well. After we have given a good fight of faith or not here, and we are thinking of resting with God in heaven, then before the rest come, then there must be a kind of work done well and satisfactorily. 
Like Paul said, I have fought a good fight of faith. And I have done all I could. I have paid the price. And he was looking for the state and for the time of rest in never. And he was assured of himself because in his heart he knew that he has labored so well. So people that really deserve rest are the people that have really done well. They have worked, they have done a good job and they are thinking of having a rest. And it is then that their rest will be, will be, will be, will be joyful, will be blissful. You see, when we labor naturally and not here, so we have good night rest. When you are doing nothing and uh, you know, throughout a day, in fact, the nature says to it says says that you may have what the, the nature also says that you may have uh, ill health if you don't labor well. You will not enjoy your rest if you don't labor well. If you have so labored on that here, and you have so labored in your work personally, you will find out that your rest will be joy, will be sweet. I pray the Lord will give you the energy to work perfectly on that here, and then He will take you to His rest. Amen. The other thing I want to speak is that when a man labors with God, he deserves a rest with God. When a man labored with God, he deserves a rest with God. If you are laboring at all, let God himself be the one that you are laboring for. Anything you do at all, at all here, let it be directed towards God. Let God himself see that you are really laboring for him. It is only when you labor with God that you can have rest with God. That is the rest that we are talking about in heaven. Even on that here, if somebody is so labored with God, God has designed time of rest for him. I have been, I'm experiencing it. I knew the time that I traveled all about. God sent me to this land. God sent me to that place, to that, to that, uh, to, 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 to lands, to places. And I know all that transpired there, all the encounter I had with forces there, and the way the Lord will, 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 will get me drunk with prayer power. Or what I would I say? That the Lord baptized me with uh, the grace for prayer. I will just get drunk with prayer. Every time, even from morning till the evening, I will be praying, laboring, laboring. And I'm here right now. The Lord sent me back home. And he designed a, a, a time for me. And I'm resting now. I know there are other labors that God may call me into. But now that I'm resting a bit, of course, the rest, and in this rest also, I'm still laboring a little. And this is what I'm ministering unto you also. That our, our, our rest will not be finally here until we, until we get to heaven. So if you have labored with God in some area at some season, God designs time for us to rest intermittently. On that year, 
until we reach that, go, that, 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 that resting place in heaven. And I pray the Lord will take us there in the name of Jesus. The other thing we want to talk about is that the labor of faith or believing, what is the labor of faith? When we are talking about laboring, we are talking about laboring or uh, labor, we are talking about labor of faith. So the, the kind of labor that we are still we are really talking about that will be rewarding to us. Of course, the other labor that we are laboring to earn salary, to earn money, it's been done or uh, to, 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 to earn a living and to keep us going so that we will not beg. Of course, we are serving ourselves by doing all that. But there is a labor that we are laboring, which, is, which I can call labor of faith, which I call, the Bible called labor of faith. And labor of faith is spiritual. It has spiritual tone, but yet in, we, are, we are doing it in the physical. Laboring of faith, like believing. Patience. Believing that God will do something that He promised that He will do, and you are waiting for it. That is one laboring. Patience is another laboring, another form of laboring, spiritual laboring. You are laboring with patience. You are waiting patiently, believing in God that He will do that which He has promised to do. Endurance also. Is another form of labor. Endurance. Endurance. You endure. All what you're experiencing, you just endure. You just add time. You have time to 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 to, to, I mean, to keep with the Lord. Everything that we're talking about on the issue of laboring of faith is towards God. It is it is a kind of laboring whereby God himself called you unto labor with him in believing him having patience with him enduring with him and persevering with him yes and then another form of labor that we are talking of is obedience you labor in obeying the word of the Lord in obeying the principle and precepts of God's word and God's law is another form of laboring. Love is labor. It's another laboring. When you love, you exercise love to people. You exercise love to men. It's laboring. And all, all these things, like we said, that labor of faith is different from natural laboring that you labor to serve yourself or to serve your whatever. But when we are talking about labor of faith, this is what God is calling every believer unto. Labor of faith. In believing, in having patience, endurance, perseverance, obedience, and loving. Then, another form of labor is loyalties to God. You are loyal to God. There are a lot of options of getting out of things or getting things on that here. That we that we play out God in your life, but yet you said you want to be loyal to God and keep yourself abreast of all 
he desires for your life. So you labor in faith. You labor in being loyal to God. Hallelujah. All this laboring that we are talking of, there are a lot of it. The Bible somewhere called it virtue. Uh, uh, that we must add unto one another. In the book of uh, First Peter, hallelujah, the Bible said that add unto your virtue faith. Add this, add that unto, unto your that is, that is, you are getting promotion from one virtue that you release unto another virtue. Hallelujah. Now let me read from verse 5 of First Peter, I mean Second Peter rather, Second Peter chapter 1. And beside this, giving all diligence, adding to your faith virtue, and virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and patience godliness, and godliness brotherly kindness, and brought to brotherly kindness charity, which is love that you are talking of, talking of here. Meaning that when we labor well, and we exercise all this, we are going from one stage of laboring to another until God approves us. Until God approves us. Because when we are talking about laboring, we are laboring to serve God in His vineyard. We are laboring to please God or not here and to get us approved and appoint us a rest thereafter within in, on, in heaven. Any laboring that we are laboring here on earth, it, it must be directed that, uh, directly towards God. And it must be directed to God. Any laboring that we are laboring that is not involving love, for instance, that does not involve obedience, that does not involve patience, enduring, or perseverance, believing, and not such that we read here, temperance, patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, charity, and all this. Now, which means that we are the one that we are giving the diligence. We are releasing some virtue into, uh, uh, into, into what we are experiencing. Or into what we are being made to pass through in life, we are releasing a positive virtue that we that God will look into and assign us for his own rest, his own rest in heaven, and even his own rest on earth here. Because I have found out that when one labor at stages in life, God can take you to rest. Like I said, I'm enjoying a kind of rest now because I knew the kind of state. I mean, I mean the, the state that I was then when I was laboring. So when we are talking about this kind of labor of faith that we are talking of, this is what, what calls for God's approval and appointing rest to man that exercises himself in this rest. Like we read, we are in the book of Hebrews chapter 4. Let's read that again. You know, we are in Bible teaching. We are in, we are in Bible study. Hallelujah. He said, There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, 
he had ceased from his own works as God did from his. Remember, we talk about God's own work. You have done, you have done God's own work. You work with God. You labored with God. So you can check your life right now. What are you really doing? What are you really receiving, releasing as virtue in, in, your, in, your, in your work in life and in your duties and your exercises in life? When you exercised yourself in working for the Lord, it is then that you qualify for the rest that God had himself. And this kind of rest that God had himself is a rest that is eternal. Is God some kind of rest because you have labored you have labored the same kind of God's work and laboring. So when man is qualified to enter his labor, to enter his rest, it means it means that the man also had worked the work of God and the work that God designed for man to work on that here to enter into his rest because. The state of rest is the, is the state where that man or a people who labor sees from painful and weariness experiences of labor and enters into the state of effortless successes and achievements. Well, let me repeat that. For instance, when somebody labor very well, naturally, you sweat it. When God said unto them, in the, in the, uh, like he said the cause unto man, he said, Out of your sweat thou shalt eat. And I mean strength. I mean out of out of your what? Out of your out of, out of your sweat, your strength that you that you that you will uh, exact, that you will do. That is when you do all that, you will eat from there, from that sweat. And when you are sweating, it means that you are sapping an energy. And you are sapping a strength out of your body. Of course, it will get you what you are going to feed with. So also, the kind of labor that we are talking of. When God called us unto laboring with him, in faith, for, for instance, or labor of faith, for instance, in believing in having patience with God, enduring things that uh, other people are running away from, and they are having another option that we that that we play out God in their life, but you still persevere, you endure, you see, you are still obedient unto His word, you are still loving, you are still loyal to God. All these things are what God looks into before He can call or bring a man into his own rest. I mean, God's own rest. And when we are talking about God's rest, there are things that is, uh, there are a lot of things that is accrued into it. There are a lot of things that is attached to it. And that time when God is taking you to the, to the kind of rest, he can take you to the time when you will no more sap much energy before you are blessed. Before successes come your way. Because anyone that does not labor this kind of labor and want to get shortcuts to, to earning and to receiving things and to being blessed, you see, that is when 
man enters into error. That is when you enter into error and you choose the other side of darkness. But when you so labor with faith, with patience, God Almighty Himself will look into your laboring and design a time of effortless success for you, effortless achievement. When you energize, I mean, when you exercise yourself in faith and you, you exert energy spiritually, like when you do it physically, also you get, you end, you end by it. God Himself is not also uh, unrighteous to forget your works and labor of love towards Him. That's what we read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 6, verse 10. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 to 20. I read here Hebrews 6, 10 to 20. The Bible said, the Bible says here, mm, Hallelujah to God be the glory. I read from uh, verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love which ye have shielded towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you should the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Can you see that? That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Meaning that there are promises to be fulfilled after laboring. That are promises God must fulfill when he see good laboring as he did. Because we read here, we read there where in the book of Hebrews that it uh, is his own kind of rest that he rested that he want to, want, want to bring us into. And it's a sweet rest that he had. Hallelujah. If the Bible, if the Lord, if the, the scripture confirms, confirms to us that God rested, it means that his own rest that he designed is what we are being called unto. And when we exert our strength and we do good laboring, then there is hope for us to rest. Let me just read, let's read on that scripture. Hallelujah. Let me just dwell in verse 24. He said, That ye be not slothful, but follower of them. Who through faith and patience inherit the promises, not one promise, the promises. Who through faith and patience inherit the promises. When you labor in faith, when you anchor your faith in God, despite all the challenges that surround your life and uncomfortable situation that you find yourself in, Yet you are believing in God, you anchor your faith in Him, you are waiting on Him patiently. That's what the Bible says. It says, through faith and patience, inherit the promise. There is a promise for you that God must fulfill. God will not hold you anything. Have you ever seen anybody that labors and God holds and he didn't, he didn't give salary to or he didn't pay off? Hallelujah. Our God is not unrighteous to forget our, our works and labor of love. That reminds me of one portion of the scripture where the Lord Jesus Christ gave us a proverb about, or is it yes, a proverb about 
the owner of a vine, of a, of a, of a vineyard who called laborers to enter into his, into, into his vineyard to labor. He called some of them in the morning. Early in the morning, they, they, work, they were working. And also, he called some of them in the middle of the day to join up, to join up with those that are working from morning. And uh, in the afternoon, he caused some people also to enter into the vineyard and work. And then when it remained only a few hours, also even maybe like maybe the last hours of the day, he still called people into his into, into, into the vineyard and they were laboring. And, and they all labored. But after all, after all the laboring of the of the day, the uh, the owner of the uh, of course what do, what do you call him now? The the, 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 the owner of the uh, uh, of the vineyard gave unto each of them uh, uh, the same uh, amount of money. Hallelujah. The same amount of money. Praise the Lord. So, and uh, I found that in the book of uh, uh, Matthew chapter 20. For the kingdom of from verse 1, for the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder. Bible calls it an householder here, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. Early in the morning, can you hear that? And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing in the marketplace in the marketplace and said unto them go ye also into the vineyard and whatsoever is right I will give you and they went their way and he went out about the sixth hour and ninth hour and did likewise and about the, even the eleventh hour he went out that verse 6 and found others standing I do and said unto them why stand ye here all the day I do there they say unto him because no man hath hired us he said unto them go ye also into the vineyard and whatsoever is right that shall ye receive so when even was come I read verse 8 of Matthew 20 so when even was come the Lord of the vineyard said unto his steward, Call the laborers and give their and give their give them their hire, beginning from the last unto the first. And when they had come, and when they came that were hired about the eleventh hour, they received every man a pen, a penny. Verse 10. But when the first came, I mean, the first who came to the, to, the, to, to the vineyard to work from early in the morning, they supposed that they should have received more, and they likewise received every man a penny. <laughs> and when they had received it, they murmured against the good man of the house, saying, These last have wrought 
but one hour, and thou hast made them equal with us, which have borne the burden of and the heat of the day. But he answered on one of them and said, Friend, I do thee no wrong. Did not thou agree with me for a penny? Take that is thine. Take that, take that thine is, and go thy way. I will give unto the last, this last, even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with my own? Him is is thy high evil because I am good. So the last first, so the last shall be first, and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. Can you hear this scripture? Now we are talking about laboring with God to have rest with God. Here we saw that these people, I mean, some, some of them that were employed in the morning, they worked and they, since morning until evening. And at last, when it remained only one hour, the, old, the older, uh, the householder, uh, he went out again to employ other people to enter into the same vineyard and labor and work. And when they are being paid, they were paid the same penny as they that were working since morning. Then I began to wonder in my spirit, when I look into it, why was it done? Because when you look at our own society, you reward men according to the hours of their labor. Oh, is that not it? That is it. But do you see, the one that remain only one hour, when it remain only one hour, for the man to, uh, for, for, for the day to end, the man still employed. And when they, when they entered into the labor, I knew what they would do, because they knew that if they can still be taken, because they are working about jobless, working about useless but they were found and it was called into the and they were called into the into the vineyard to work and they were paid the same salary i mean the same the same uh, wage and now what am i saying now is this those that work with only one hour i know they will work with enthusiastic they will be enthusiastic in working they will work with their own energy they will work their heart out because they knew the day is gone, the day is going. And then, now when they are being paid, they are paid, they are paid the same thing. But what happened is this: they work satisfactorily to the to the to deserve to be paid. Whether they work one hour, or they work for twelve hours, or eight hours, or six hours, what God is looking for before you can enter into His rest and be paid off by Him is to walk with all your heart. To walk out yourself with God. For God is not unrighteous to give you what you have labored for. I know that your rest is about to be. Everything that you are working in, that you are laboring in, anything about it, the Lord himself will cause you to enter into his own into his own rest. In the name of Jesus. I know some people here, 
that the Lord has designed this message for. And I pray the Lord will take you to that rest in Jesus' name. So let's go back to Hebrews chapter 7, not chapter 6 that we are reading. We were in verse 12. Before we digressed, we went to that uh, story about the household that who called men to labor in his vineyard and pay them the same thing, uh, the same penny, which shows that God is not unrighteous. He knew that they have labored to, to, to his own satisfaction. And that is why they were paid the same thing that was paid to the one that had been working since morning. They work out themselves. They, they, when they know, they know it's only one hour or three hours that, 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 that was left for them to finish the work, they work with all their energy. You see, there are a lot of people that enter into, the, into faith. And when they enter into faith, they are, we are like, I mean, they are like those people that, 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 that started working since morning. They were working with levity. They were working with ease. They were working with, uh, they were working with non-seriousness, thinking that the day is still there. They still have the time. Of course, they were given their portion. They, they, they were apportioned their own, uh, their, 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 their own portion to, to do what? To work in. And since they too, they were given a portion to work, and they work and finish the portion, and those that remain only one hour or so, they were, they were given their own portion. They, they, they worked and did what? And to the satisfaction of the owner of the work. Let me tell you, our God is the householder of every one of us as we labor on earth here. He's going to pay us. But you know that God is looking at us. He's considering the way you are, we are doing. He's considering the way we are exerting our energy and we are exercising our exercising ourselves in things that we do for him and, we, and things that we do for others and things that we do for others in his name God is uh, is recording them and he will pay us thereafter brethren I don't want us to be like those people that were employed since morning and they walk with ease and they walk with levity and they did not just uh, of course they didn't have energy. Of course, they too, they finish their own job. They finish their, what they are portion to do. Yet, they were given the same thing. It means that you and I we are going to be paid the same way that we worked. We are going to be paid we enter into the rest that God is designing for us the same way that God will approve us to be paid for and to enter into that rest because we have so labored satisfactorily to him. So, until God approves a man and appoints a, I mean, and appoints a rest to him, that man cannot enter into God's rest. You see? Now, when I talked the other time, we said that there are times when we labor with God and God approves us and he will now give us a... Uh, 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 he will call us out of state of weariness and painful laboring onto state of effortless successes and achievements. This is what God is designing for some of us here. We have so labored and the Lord is calling us and bringing us into effortless successes and achievements. And the Lord is declaring it here. 
in the name of Jesus. If you know in your heart that you have labor in faith, you have labor in prayer, in fasting, all years and such, we are calling you right now in the name of the Lord unto the time of your rest, unto the season of your rest in Jesus' name. Whatever it is that you have been laboring at, whatever it is that you have been working at, whatever it is that you have been exercising energy at, exerting energy at, the Lord is bringing you into the season of effortless success in Jesus' name. This is when God, who also rested us out of his own labor, begin to act for the man or the people he so approved and appointed he rest to. That is, when that man rests at Ifachili, God will now call him into that work and he work and he labor for God, satisfactory to God, God will now bring him to his own work, to his own rest. And in that rest, God himself will be the one that will be working. <laughs> yes, he will be the one that will be working for the man, fighting for the man. That is when there are times, I know in my life personally, I, I like giving, because anytime I'm teaching or messaging, or giving message, I used to talk to him, remember the time that I did things that is similar to what I'm saying. Of course, like I told you before, there have been, been times when I labored, when I labored, labored fast. I forgot my family. I forgot my children. My children were far away from me. And I was following God. Even there were, there were times when I was so sick. And I wanted to come home to see my children. The Lord even asked me at that time that if I leave, I disconnect them from the place where I was at that time. At that time. Meaning that my presence at that place was what connected God to that place at that time. In fact, it was so salient that it's a salient matter. It's not a small thing. That at that time, I knew what I was uh, uh, experiencing. A missionary, not working or earning salary anywhere. You just get there, ministering to people, uh, praying, fasting, even uh, in farmer in at times. Huh? You, are, you will experience lack and what, whatever. You know that kind of thing. I labored so well, not knowing that the Lord himself is recording what I'm doing. In fact, when it was six, when it was it got to 60 years that I've been laboring in that land, the Lord announced to me, he said, son, when I even did not know that, I was, that God was calculating time for me. He said, son, you are entering into the sabbatical year of your service in this land. I just heard that audible voice of the Lord. You are entering into what? Into the sabbatical year of your, of, of the, of your service in this land. Of course, when it was seventh year, seventh year, oh my word, the Lord gave me a powerful, a powerful vision, a powerful revelation that shows that I have what? I saw a very big, a very big clock. I have never seen a, 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 a clock as big as that. So mighty and big. I mean, my, what do you call it now? Analog clock. So, uh, it was so mighty. And I saw that the thing was rolling. The, the hands of the clock was rolling. Glory, 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 like that until it reached 7. Not a PM or AM. Then, I woke up. But something was delivered into my hand. The same thing was delivered into my hand. The same clock was delivered to my hand. As much as it is, it fell into my hand. Eh? In 
that vision. And when immediately after that vision, when I uh, <laughs> the Lord said something, said your your sick your seventh your your seventh year has been I mean successfully completed. That was the language the Lord used. I wrote it in my in my notes. You have successfully entered, I mean, finished your, uh, your, your, your seventh year successfully. Wow. It was glorious. A year after that, all the year that all the all what I was doing at that time, until the end of the next year, that, that is eighth year, they were all prophetic. Message is coming from anytime I minister and I pray out there at that time to people that are around me, that are me there, it was all prophetic. Prophetic, prophetic things that will happen in generations. Even the Lord prophesied things that will happen even to, well, to the country. The Lord, the Lord did it. So now, eight year on the eighth year, the Lord said, "I should go home." Of course, the Lord has asked me to go. Even after He spoke to me about the completion of the seventh year, but I still remain there until that until one year, according to the time timing of man. At that time, of course, I finished the job. Do you know? As I am, as I am here right now, since that time that I arrived back home, since that time I arrived back home around 20, uh, 2018. Hallelujah! So from 2018 to this time, I'm still enjoying this rest. You know what I experienced? All those battles that have been fighting spiritually there, you know, just places that I've been going. Apart from where I spent eight years that I told you of, there are places where I spent two, two years or more. All those days, all those times, I didn't see my children. Not my wife. Yes. They, my, my wife will only come to me and go back there and go back. And things like that. And now, I'm, I'm fully back home. Every battle that I've been experiencing in the spirit realm, I find God himself fighting the battle. Oh my God. Even very recently, I'm talking of this very week, is it this week? I think this week. Yes. Oh, oh, let me let me let me say last week. Last week, I I saw I saw I saw a vision where a girl was being handed over to me. And when I had the reason, the Lord spoke to me that that is the gun that my enemy was designed for my for my, for me. Huh? That they will take their own life with. But the Lord gave it to me. Meaning the Lord was fighting for me. All those all those places where I had worked. And all those evil forces that have been dislodged, and all those power that have been silenced, even when I got here, the Lord was continuing doing His work. Yeah, the Lord was fighting for me. I was laboring, and the Lord was adding people. The Lord was is, is, let me say is you see adding people to me, people like, of like-minded that are laboring with God also. They were being added to me, and we are working together. Hallelujah! And joyfully, victoriously. Because when man labored, and in this, I mean, during this time also, of, I mean, of recent, the Lord even showed to me about how uh, he has designed my rest in heaven. And that if I, even if I'm called home today, I'm sure of going to rest within in heaven. The Lord gave me a powerful word that comforted me so well. In fact, it's a word of love. A personal love from the Father or from the from the Lord Jesus Christ unto me is servant. And it was a converting word. I was so happy with it. I'm so happy with it. So why I have labored and I'm enjoying God's rest. 
and at this time God was fighting for me. That's what that's what I say here now. That that is the time of God's rest. God's own rest that he will bring you into. When you have labored for him, he will bring you to his own rest that he has designed for himself. The kind of his own rest. That is the state where you are going to have effortless, effortless success. Successes and achievements. You will conquer your enemy freely. The Lord will dislodge them. Anyone that rises up against you, they will fall for your sake. That is only when that scripture is being fulfilled. Because you have labored, because you have walked well with the Lord, and God will be working for you, fighting for you. That is it. That's when God, who also rested out of his own labor, begin to act for the man or for the people he so approved and appoint a rest to. So God will be fighting for you. And I pray that God who has brought me into this rest will bring you into the same in the name of Jesus. But you must walk and labor for him. You must walk and labor with him now at this present time. Because God is not unrighteous to forget your works and labor of love. Let's go to back to that uh, um, uh, Hebrews chapter uh, 6 that we are reading. Hebrews 6 that we are reading. Let's do go back there. Hebrews 6. Hallelujah. Now, verse 13. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swear by himself. Verse 14. Saying, Surely blessing I will bless thee, and multiply him, I will multiply thee. Verse 15. And so, after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Can you see? There is a prom- There are promises that Lord is, is, is bringing you into the fulfillment of. But you must labor. But you must be patient with him. Serve him in loyalty and in love and with joy. Don't grumble at anything that is time. God sees everything. He knew that you are heart of strength. He knew that you are tired. He knew that uh, what you are, he knew what you are passing through. Just continue to labor with him. His promise shall be fulfilled upon your head, upon your life in the name of Jesus. So you see, when Abraham, our father, at his own time, he labored in faith. When he was waiting on God for the answer, huh? he labored for God, he labored with God, impatient, in, in joy, he endured all the talks of men and the wagging of feet, I mean, the wagging of mouth of men against him when he was childless. Yet, he exercised, he labored in, in, in patience, he labored in loyalty unto God, love unto God, because in most cases, when we are laboring and it seems as if the Lord is not really showing up unto, unto us, what is happening at that time is that God is measuring the level of righteousness that He wants to find in us until He answers us, until He fulfills all those promises. And so, verse 15, and so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Verse 16. 
For men verily swear by the greater, and an hold for confirmation is to them as an, an end of all strife. Mm. Hallelujah. An oath. God make himself, he swore by himself. He made, a, he, made, he made a oath unto him by himself because he has called Abraham to his own laboring. He wants Abraham, our father, to stay with him and to abide with him whatever he is, is experiencing, whatever is the problem that he's encountering at that time, he wants him to, to, to fix his gaze upon him. I mean God. He wants Abraham to, to fix his gaze upon him. To rest within in his heart. It is only then that God will do that. So now, verse 17. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the ears of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Verse 19. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, which both sure and steadfast, and which entered into that within the veil. I like that scripture. There are things within the veil that God must unveil unto us. That's the reason why at this time that we are laboring to enter to the rest with him, we have said it that we must, before we can enter into God's own rest, we must labor and work the work that God worked. worked. And that is work of faith. When God said, let there be this, it is faith that God is exercising. Calling us to us unto the same. Let this be and it, and it will be. Let that be and it will be. Hallelujah. He spoke them into being. He told them into he spoke them into being. And God has power to do the same. And He has called us unto the same. So that we will labor with Him to cut things that are nothing unto, 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 as things that are that, 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 that there are. Of course. I think you understand what I mean. To cut to cut things into something of, of, out of nothing unto, unto something. To bring nothing that you are seeing now. We are seeing nothing now, of course. When we are laboring and we are hoping and we are placing our faith in God, we don't see things that we are waiting for. We don't see it physically. That's what the Bible said, that when you see things that you are hoping for, there is no hope there anymore. But when you are hoping for the things that you have not seen, that is, that is the laboring that we are talking of. God himself spoke them into being. Things that are nothing, that are nowhere, he spoke them into existence. And it happened the way the Lord wanted. And the Bible said, when the Lord saw all things that he had created, they were all good and perfect. Yes! Yes! We said when we began that the state of rest is the state of perfection of a work well done. God is going to appoint us also a time of perfection. He's going to appoint us a time of rest. By the grace of the Lord, we will enter into that rest in Jesus' mighty name. When God called things to be out of nothing, he was exercising his own faith as God. And God is calling us to the same thing. Things that we are expecting from the Lord, we have not seen it. Even heaven that we are going, 
we were told about it and we read about it. We don't know how it will be. We even don't know the time that God is going to call us there. Yes, we are waiting. We are believing. We are trusting. We are hoping. Yes, and when we do all that, everything that we are putting into it as our own personal virtue, as you have read in the book of Second Peter chapter 1, that we put our patience, we put our love, we put our loyalty, we put our believing, we put our, our patience, I mean our endurance, we put our, what everything, we put our obedience into it. Those are the things that God will look into before he can appoint us into that rest. Because God himself, who brought something out of nothing, he wants us to, by our faith also, bring out those things that we are expecting unto reality. So that when the time we have labored is fulfilled and God is satisfied with our labor, then what will he do? He will call into being, he will take the work, do the kind of work that he rested from and he will take it into our own realm and into our own time, into our own life, whereby God himself will now begin to work for us by himself, effortlessly. That is what we are doing. What we must enjoy or not yeah, before we get to heaven. And that is, and I thank God also, because God knows that every labor that we labor for Him or not here, in faith, in patience, in love, in obedience, He cannot pay us off or not here, because there is nothing or not here that is so that is so worthy of it to be paid with or not here. That's why God is designing heaven for us, so that at that place we will get the ultimate of all the blessings and all the and the, the ultimate of all the le- blessings of the labor that you have labored for. And I pray you will be there. I will be there in the name of Jesus. His grace will keep us to enter into that rest and get there to inherit with him in the mighty name of Jesus. Brothers and sisters, what are we saying? God has called us unto the same hope. He said we should labor, we should now labor to enter into that rest. Hmm? Because there are some things, there are glorious things within the veil that we have not seen now. Within the veil. But God is going to unveil it unto us. Jesus Christ himself, see what he did? There are things within the veil, glory within the veil, God's, God's power within the veil, before he died, until he died and labored on the cross and died on the cross. The, 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 the veil of the temple was not rented until when he has finished his own appointed job or work to do to save mankind. So Jesus Christ was appointed to die, to labor in love and place his life as, uh, as, a, uh, as atonement or to, uh, for, for man's sin so that we will be accepted by the Lord God Almighty. So Jesus finished his own. And the temple, the Bible said, immediately he finished and he said, it is finished. That's another work well done by Jesus Christ. His father did his own very well when he did it. Before sin entered, before sin entered, when Jesus, when God rested from his, also his son said on the cross of Calvary, after finished the work of salvation of men by dying for man, by shedding his blood, by collecting all the causes of man and hang it upon his cross by collecting our poverty and hang it upon his cross by collecting all our all our personal uh, problems and hang it upon his cross 
You see, and then when he said it is finished, the Bible said he, uh, uh, the, the, the veil, I mean, the, the, the cutting of the veil I mean, of the temple was rented into two. And then man can freely come before God through his death. And thus, God is calling us unto. He's calling us unto something within the veil. Something that we have not known before. What we have not experienced about God before. Some glory that we have not tasted before. That is what God is calling us unto. And that is the kind of rest that God is calling us unto. Until we reach that, that stage, we have not really entered into anything. It is when we enter into that fulfillment of the promises of the Lord for us on earth here and in heaven. See, the Bible said in the book of Hebrews chapter 6, it said, God is not unrighteous to forget your works and labors of love. Love towards God, labor of love toward God, labor of love toward men, God will not be unrighteous to forget it. He will pay you off. And I know God is bringing you to your rest by His grace. If you are hearing this message today, think of the rest in heaven that God is taking you to. Think of the rest with Jesus Christ that God is taking you to. But before you can enter into that rest, the Lord is calling you to something. In the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, we have talked about the fact that God has called us as saints to rest within. And God who rested on the seventh day is calling us unto our own rest also within. We will enter there by his grace in the name of Jesus. Verses 13 and 14 is what I want to read in the book of Matthew chapter 7. The Bible said, Enter ye in at the state gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in their hearts. Verse, verse 14. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it, that find it. I pray that the Lord will count you worthy to find that way. The only way that leads to God's rest is that straight gate. He called it straight. Straight. We are not talking about. It's not talking about something that is, uh, what do I call it now, perpendicular. Something that is, uh, that is, that is, that is, that is, you know what I mean. So, he's calling up, he's talking he talk about straight, straight. And something that is narrow to pass through. You, you have to take it. You have to struggle yourself to, I mean, exercise some 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 strength exact some strength to pass through it so a straight way straight gate straight gate meaning that narrow gate something that deserves or that calls for total loyalty and attention total concentration and such without any distraction so that is the straight gate that he's talking of in my, in my language he call it Enter in, enter in through the straight gate. Let me tell you, the road and the journey 
to your rest on earth and in heaven, if your if your journey now to fulfillment of destiny is not easy on earth here, you can be sure that where God is taking you to in heaven also, you will have to exert strength and energy before you get there. You will have to pay the price of getting there. You have to exert your spiritual energy before you enter into that rest. And I pray, and I know as I'm praying also, that God will keep you within that grave, within that way, in the name of Jesus. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will help you to enter into that straight gate, straight gate, straight way that leads to heaven. Now you are laboring, continue to labor in faith. God sees you. He knows your labor. He will soon smile at you. And you will soon smile also. And people also will soon be smiling with you. Very soon. Even on that year before you get to heaven. Hallelujah. Because all in all what what God well, all the rest that God is calling us unto is calling us the, on calling us unto the unto the kind of rest that he is enjoying in heaven there. And he wants us to be there with him. But we have to labor now. That's why the Bible said also in the book of Matthew 11, verse 12. Matthew 11, 12. He said, The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Right from the time of John. Huh? Let me read it. Matthew 11, verse 12. Matthew 11, 12. God has called us unto laboring, whatever we are experiencing. This kind of message is not for bobo, bobo Christians. It's not for psychedelic Christians. This message is for ever-minded Christians. Those that are really, that are really, <laughs> that really know what, who they are and who God is. They really knew themselves and identified themselves with God. I know, maybe because I'm one of them, that's why I'm bringing this kind of message. So that it's not a common message that we used to hear all about. Yes! And this is a real thing that you have to do. And this is real message that you have to hear. You don't want to hand hopelessly or not here. You want to have rest with God. Hallelujah! The Bible said, very liberally I said to you, Among them that are born of women, there are there are not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And from the day, verse 12, from the day of John the Baptist until now. Until now, until to, until even tomorrow, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, suffered violence, and the violent take it by word, by force. Jesus Christ doesn't normally mind the word when he speaks. He speaks straight. He speaks point blank truth. He speaks point blank truth, so that 
for people who can take the truth, who love the truth, and abide in the truth. This is the same message that he has put in our mouths to speak unto you. He said, the kingdom of heaven suffers what? Violence. And violence take it by force. Brethren, whatever we may be, may be experiencing now that is unpalatable, uncomfortable, demanding, energy sapping, energy yes, strenuous, and such. Look, all these things, the Lord sees it. If it is toward God and it is being directed towards God, your rest is sure. And my rest is sure with God. And that is the violence that you have to apply to, to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And that is the force that we enter. Anything, anybody that is that wants to enter into heaven will apply his own personal uh, energy and force, his own virtue. He will exert it. And it must be correctly done and directly directed toward God. Hallelujah. To God be the glory and honor and adoration. The Bible said, Neighbor, Lord, permit, or of course, or not here in the book of John, chapter 6, verse 27. He said, Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth unto everlasting, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. You will, you will eat and dine with Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus. I will eat and dine with Jesus. Very soon, the Lord God Almighty. After completion of our job or of our assignment here, the Lord will call us home. And he will call, he will give, he will call us his, unto his own rest in the name of Jesus. But for now, the, the Lord wants us to give us give all diligence. We should make our election sure. That is what the Bible says. To make our election sure. Huh? If God has so appointed you to be in this, in this journey with him and in working with him, give diligence. To make your election sure because there is an entrance that will be ministered unto us abundantly unto the everlasting kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ our Lord Jesus Christ God Almighty is calling us unto that entrance and that is what God is calling us unto as it is written in the book of 2 Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 10 and 11 don't you like that rest we are rounding up now the Lord is calling you to that rest now. The Lord is calling every individual of us that is hearing this message now to that rest. I want you to decide, I mean, to decide in your heart and to make up your mind that the Lord God Almighty, you will journey with Him, you will run with Him to obtain in the name of Jesus. To obtain, the Bible said in the book of 1 Corinthians 9. Eh? Verse 24 and 25. The scripture says there, it says, So run that you may obtain. Run that you may obtain. For every man that strives for mastery is temperate in all things. Now, they, now they desire to have to obtain a corruptible, a corruptible, a corruptible crown, but we desire to obtain incorruptible crown. May the Lord count us worthy in the name of Jesus. For he that is entered into his rest, he has also ceased from his own works. The Lord is calling you to rest 
and I pray that the Lord God Almighty will minister rest unto you. In on earth here and in heaven. Is there anything that you are encountering in your life as troubles, as warning? Just be patient. We can pray for you here right now. The Lord will say to you, if your time, the Lord will say to you, if your time of rest is come. Even if you if we pray for you and nothing happened after here now, just keep on joining with the Lord. Keep on keeping faith with the Lord. The Lord will soon visit you in the name of Jesus. He will smile. You will, he will smile at you. You will smile back at God. Even you will laugh. You will rejoice very soon in the name of Jesus. God loves you and he wants you to journey with you. He wants you to journey with him until you enter there into that promises that he has promised for you, that he has for you on earth here and in heaven. I pray you will be a partaker of that joy in Jesus' name. Shall we pray? I want you to say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, thank you for calling me unto that rest with you. Thank you for designing that rest for me. But now, I'm laboring with you. Give me the energy to labor successfully. Give me the grace to labor victoriously. Give me the power. Give me the grace Lord, to labor successfully. So wait until you, until you fulfill all those promises of yours in my life. Help me not to lose hope because I'm heaven bound. Help me not to lose hope. Help me not to lose hope. Help me not, help me not to give up. Help me, O oh Lord, not to give up. Help me in the name of Jesus. Help me not to give in unto the devil. Help me, Lord, and receive your grace. It is not by power, it is not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Lord, by your spirit, help me. By your spirit, help me, Lord. By your spirit, help me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I want to make it in the the last day. Lord, let this message will not prepare me. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me, the, help me in the name of Jesus. Help me to enter into the rest or not here, to your rest or not here, to your, and to your rest in heaven. I am appointed unto the two rests by your son, Jesus Christ. He paid the price for me by his death. Help me to be victorious or not here. Help me to labor to enter into the rest, into my destiny in life, and to my destiny in heaven. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I commit myself unto your hand, unto you. Lord, take me up. Strengthen me. Help me through, Lord. That in the name of Jesus, I will find grace today to enter into your own rest that you have rested. Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, help me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you are not born again, then give your life to Jesus Christ. This world is nothing without Jesus. This world is something and glorious with Jesus. Victorious with Jesus. Wonderful with Jesus. 
even this world is prosperous with Jesus. But without Jesus, it will be calamity. Without Jesus, it will be tears and regrets. But you are not called unto that. You are called unto prosperity, glory, honor, power on earth here with Jesus. Why don't you give your life to Jesus Christ now? Why don't you respond unto him? Because he has designed your joy in heaven also that we want you to enter with him. And there is enjoyment for you here. The scripture we read as our as our anchor, this message is here remain therefore a rest to the people of God. There is a rest designed for you. May your life enter into that rest now by calling Jesus into your life. Jesus Christ himself will take you to that rest. By his grace, you will enter there. You enjoy that rest in the name of Jesus. Is there any problem in your life? Just give your life to Jesus Christ first. He will correct all those things. Every errors of your life, the Lord will correct. Every problems of your life, the Lord will bear. You can just give your life unto him. You can just do it now and say, Lord, I am yours. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, I invite you into my heart and into my life. Make me your own, O Lord. Forgive me all my sins. I am a sinner that is doomed, that is doomed to die, doomed to be, to, be, to, be, to be destroyed. But Lord, I have come for mercy. Lord, to make me a saint instead of a sinner. Lord, by your blood, cleanse and wash and purge me. By your blood, cleanse and wash and purge me. Save my soul, O Lord. Have mercy upon me. Remove every sin from my life and give me your righteousness. Make me to be righteous in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. I believe you have confessed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have invited him into your life. If you have not done that, as you that really to yourself, just do it until you are satisfied that you have been saved. Then that rest will be yours. And everything that will be, will be passing through from now in life, will no more be you and you only, but with Jesus and with his spirit in you. That will be guiding you and giving you victory. Is that not enjoyable enough? At last, he will give you a rest with him in heaven. Yes. I want you to anchor your faith in that and continue to serve the Lord and worship the, and worship the Lord. The Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Is there any one of us that is worried in any way and you are hoping for rest? I pray that Lord God Almighty will grant you his own rest in the name of Jesus. The Lord will grant you his own rest in the name of Jesus. Lord will take you to his own rest in the name of Jesus. The glory of the Lord will rest upon you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. We give glory to the Lord. We give honor to the Lord. Adoration to the Lord in the name of Jesus. I wish you heaven and I wish and I wish myself heaven also. After the laboring and, the, and the, all the struggles of this world, may we be cut worthy to reign with Jesus. Pray with him in 
level where he is. May he so collect us successfully unto himself on earth here and live with him. We receive that grace in Jesus Christ's mighty name. We pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Uh, you can meet us again by the grace of the Lord on Wednesday by 7 a.m. for Shiloh Hour. The Lord is going to visit family. Today's is today of Monday is just Bible study. That is our own way of preparing the saints for the home in heaven, so that we will not be disappointed at last. This is our own way of preparing families and homes, so that we contribute our own, our own quota to preparing the saints. That is why we are we are we, we are on air like this on Mondays. You can join us again on Monday by 4.30 p.m. Lord, we bless you in the name of Jesus. And all our messages, previous messages could be reassessed on Amen.